0: Today's show is sponsored by FantasyChamps.com. Get the champ gear your league deserves. Get the gear you deserve. Champ gonna champ, as one wise man once said. Is that get you? Your, that was me. Yes, I said that. <laughs> Champ's gonna champ. Right now, you can get a championship trophy or a belt, add it to your cart, and then add one of their $59 super awesome Super Bowl-style championship rings to your cart. Use the code FREERING, and guess what you get? A free ring at fantasychamps.com. Welcome to the Fantasy Footballers Podcast with your hosts, Andy Holloway, Jason Moore, and Mike Wright.
1: Oh, welcome in. Welcome into the Fantasy Footballers Podcast, Andy, Mike, and
0: Jason. Glad to see you've recovered, Andy.
1: I am not even remotely. Not even remotely Oh, recovered. man,
0: I forgot. You forgot. Not oh.
1: even not even 2% recovered.
0: I mean, a lot of people thought you took a nice, um, w- well-deserved trip with the family. That had nothing to do with it. Well, no, I mean, I came back
1: for the exact amount of Week 18 that I want, about 20% of Week 18. <laughs> um but, but no, I'm not. Reco- I mean, I had a great, great time with the family, and unfortunately, Disneyland lets lets you, you know, you're focused on other things like
2: it, churros, and they don't judge grown men for crying.
1: I couldn't sleep for like two nights
2: because of the crying
1: because I just kept rolling it over in my head, and <laughs> I ju- it it was so there's the there all the stages of grief were real to me. Mm-hmm. Um, denial was a big one, like mm. especially because. I know what was going on when Dalvin Cook was set up to score nine points, and I know that Jason said on Slack, "It's you know you're really it's not a guarantee, but you're set up to win." I know my own son, my ten year old fantasy football superstar, just just yelling at me when I said I think I'm going to lose at halftime, and he goes, "Dad, he's got a whole half. It's no big deal." Um, and then I, I just couldn't sleep because this can't be real. You know yeah. how hard it is to fight to that title game mm. in our league of record and then to have that happen? And I'm not alone. I know that I am joined by lots of grown men and women that have cried with me this week due to Delvin Cook.
0: Would it feel better or worse to have lost the way that our listener league champion or not champion Oh, I mean, lost?
1: it would have felt worse.
0: Okay, to yeah, have one fake title, yeah. <laughs> and then have it pulled I back. Mean, uh,
1: yeah, and, and the other part that was just brutal was – Every running back on my bench scored oh, yeah. like 20 points. And so Dalvin's in my lineup. I'm rejoicing with his return. If he had just taken the week off, if he had just said to himself, hey, Self, you need another week. Yeah. You don't want to play with Sean Mannion.
2: That feels bad. You need
1: another week from off from COVID. Then I put Ramondre in or Boston Scott or Mm. really anyone.
0: They had great games.
1: I mean, he was uh, Dalvin was in my flex because I follow, you know, the rules here with last player. You put him in the flex. Oh, I had Alan Lazard from that game. I mean, he was the pivot in case he didn't play. So everyone on my bench wins me a title. Mm. So um, needless to say, I didn't listen to all the shows this week. (laughs) I listened just long enough for you not to give me credit on liking Joe Burrow. And then I turned. it. Oh, fantastic. And then I was done. Um, but I am here and yeah, refreshed. Welcome back.
2: Welcome back.
1: Um, and and the family's doing well. And I appreciate you guys giving me some time with them. This was the last few days of winter break, and you know we're a year-round show. We That's go. Right. We get right back into it. So there ain't no off time. Um, we do have the footies coming up. We'll be electing the illustrious. I did. I, I listened to that part where you guys made it very clear that this is in all mediums. This is the greatest. Yeah, honor and, that one can receive objectively
2: yes thank you. I was gonna ask you after hearing our uh explanation of of the footies did we say anything that was hyperbolic
1: no I would say you probably understated
2: things yeah okay okay
1: um because you spoke of it as the highest honor someone could receive but really this is existential I mean you get that mm-hmm. thing and this mm-hmm. is meaning people ask what is the meaning of life it changes who who you are right not what you're recognized as but
0: actually who you are Yeah.
1: so we'll stop there because we don't want to be hyperbolic about it but the footies coming up next week we'll uh give one out for the best player at every position uh congrats cooper cup uh waiver wire wonder uh yeah you'll get the waiver wire wonder footy award the poopiest pants award the nickname of course and the show moment of the year which i have been privy to the preview on yes. some of these moments that are up for consideration. The finalists. Yeah. Yep. And I guess while I was gone, you guys couldn't handle things, so you brought Kyle in. You moved him here?
0: Yeah, we brought Kyle in. It's instant regret over here, <laughs> but he's kind of moved his entire family across the country, so we're going to let it stick for a while. And
1: he's on the mic now? Did we already Temporarily. set that? Oh, it's just a temporary situation? Yes, you've taken me out of my cage. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go back. <laughs> Go back to your cage. Also, do you have emphysema? <laughs> um, <laughs> did you hear his mailbag? Uh no. No, oh, no. Yeah. Is it Oh, you put him on the spot. Yeah.
2: I did see the right. Slack
1: message come through that said, "Brooks had one comment. He said that was pure evil." So I knew you had to put him on the spot with it. Was it awful?
2: Oh, it was everything you would hope
0: for. Yeah, yeah. It was
1: it was bad. It was everything you hoped for. Yeah. Well, it's Friday.
0: Put Clan Friday.
1: Congratulations to our uh, our patron, whose name is Andy's Unused Ceiling Fans.
0: Ooh, a good uh, reference yeah. from your life.
1: Yeah, that was because uh, I don't use ceiling fans.
0: Yeah, which is wild.
1: Everybody here uses ceiling fans? Mike? Of course yeah. you do. Yeah, I and
0: live in Arizona. A, it's not a decoration up there.
1: Every time I'm... I'm uh a little bit hot. I turn the air on. Is that not the right thing to do? Oh, that's fine, but you got you, you need both. double? Double? Both, yeah. Why not both? Circulate. Congratulations uh you won a DeAndre Swift signed jersey from pristineauction.com. Thank you for supporting the show at jointhefoot.com. And and as the season comes to a close. Thank you to everybody at jointhefoot.com for supporting mm-hmm. the show all year long. The greatest community of fantasy football players on earth. Um all deserving of their each individual footy, if you ask me. I, mean, I believe
0: it was the Footcast that is where um, Kyle dropped the mailbag drop. Oh, you didn't put him on blast on the, on the regular show? No, that was the main show. Oh, even better. I've, <laughs> I don't remember.
2: <laughs>
1: that was only two days ago, Jason.
2: Goodness <laughs> gracious, man. Um,
1: okay. All right. We can move on. Let's talk news.
0: <laughs> news and notes from around the league. Week, week 18 mode. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, Justin Fields placed on the reserve COVID list on Thursday.
0: Thursday means the timeline is not in his favor. You have to assume it will be Andy Dalton.
1: Lamar Jackson, Hollywood Brown, mispractice again on Thursday. Yeah. They're avoiding that field.
0: Yeah, Lamar Lamar almost certainly can't play yet. They're going to rest him for not the playoffs. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Brown, this is an ankle. This is not the quad uh, that he had been dealing with. So I don't know. You might you might see both these guys shelved.
1: Real quick, Hollywood Brown, buy, sell, hold in Dynasty.
0: Buy for me. He was dominating until Lamar Jackson went down, and then has become irrelevant. So I I like Marquise Brown going forward. I agree. Hmm. He's twenty four, and I might th- use that argument to sell
1: him, just yeah. because of uh, Rashad Bateman. You and, don't
0: and, have him anywhere. You can't sell what you don't have. Yeah, you couldn't trade him.
1: What? But, were you talking to, You're talking? talking to me specifically? Yeah. yeah. You said oh, oh I was giving advice argument. to the listeners. Mm, ah. um, Clyde Edwards-Alaire declared out for Week 18. Chase Edmonds wasn't at practice. James Conner was limited.
0: I think there is a really, really strong chance, especially listening to some local guys um, recently, that both these backs missed this game against Seattle, which would mean Eno Benjamin would be fresh legs up against the um, not-great-run defense uh, Seattle he would, Seahawks. He would be in play.
1: Kyle Pitts was limited, told reporters he believes he will play. Obviously, one of the many things that went wrong for me, losing by five on Sunday, was Kyle Pitts' hamstring injury halfway through the game. He was dominating. Yeah, he was, Jason. Yeah, he was. Um, I also suffered from the Damian Harris scored 18 and then didn't score again. Oh, thing, we, we played which, against Ding which made yours. no sense it was, it was like he, twe-
2: he also tweaked his i hamstring. know i know mike so it i would say it made sense that your team is up and you have a hurt hamstring
1: okay then i didn't want it to make sense
2: but, okay um, okay
1: jared goff likely to start against the packers after missing the last two weeks michael carter concussion return to a full practice braxton Berrios missed practice again this one seems okay. like a concern
0: yeah yep. he's he's out if you're missing Wednesday and Thursday um I would not be willing to play Braxton Berrios
1: and uh what else do we have Elijah Moore continue to take part in rehab work I, I doubt he plays
2: yeah he seems unlikely uh and it looks like Ronald Jones didn't practice
0: today and uh full practice for Keyshawn Vaughn so uh, what's the
2: status of uh or what's the st- of the stash
0: Uh, Giovanni Bernard, Giovanni Bernard was basically running on the sideline. I don't think he's actually like looking a little deeper. It doesn't seem probable that he is activated for this game, but you know, it's good to see him getting closer. Obviously pay attention. If he does get activated for this game, Keyshawn Vaughn is OUT.
1: Any other news we've got? Brooksy, anything, any big pressing week 18 headlines that you have for us? Nah. How have you dealt with this this is how you turn turn the attention? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How have you dealt with your final's defeat because I think we both owe it to Kirk Cousins. Cuz if Kirk Cousins had um made different choices in his life, he plays and and then uh, Justin Jefferson does more for you and Dalvin Cook does more for me. Yeah, about 7 points <laughs> short of a championship. So um... <laughs> How how far oh. behind were you? Seven? Yeah. So you lost points. by seven, I lost by five. Yeah. So we're we're brothers in sadness here. How how recovered are you? I said I'm two percent. I'm all right. About uh thirty percent. Okay. You, <laughs> that makes sense though, with our competitive drive difference. You're yeah. probably fine way sooner than I am. Had a nice apple salad and moved, went on with your day.
0: I was surprised he was at 30%. I thought he was yeah. going to say like 90%, but I did too. he's harboring some some pain. <laughs> he's he's still 70% sad. Holding it in. That's that's a real man. You always want to bottle it
2: up. That's a real
0: man back there. Push it down, put the lid on it, and just cap it up. <laughs> Nothing will go wrong.
1: I'm sorry, Brooks. We We were so close. My son lost his title game, too. I paid attention to it. And there was a mo- he played against Jamar Chase and Burrow. And he's 10 years old and we're in the car going to Disneyland, okay? Yeah. We're in the car going to Disneyland, the happiest place on earth. When Jamar Chase caught the third touchdown, he was inconsolable. Yeah. You, the look on his face, he would not talk to me or my wife and the look on his face, he was experiencing at 10 years old what we all experience every year. Well, good. Get him ready. Um you
2: gotta got to start toughening up. That, I
1: was like, it's about time he he started too well. He needed to go through pain. Yes. All right, you guys want to get into the forecast? Let's go.
0: Fantasy forecast.
1: The Titans at eleven and five taking on the Houston Texans at four and twelve. I heard your guys' love letter to Mike Vrabel on the show on Monday. The Titans are 10-point favorites. The over-under is 42-and-a-half. That gives Houston 16 points in this game. Obviously, big storyline heading into the playoffs is the return of Derrick Henry back at practice, ready to rumble. But in this game, in particular, what are the storylines you're paying attention to and, and how can Week 18 championship game players survive?
0: Well, Deonta Foreman is my start of the week. Uh, we talked about that yesterday. The fact that you are favored by double-digit points in a game that you – really need to win against an opponent that is not very good. This should be a real smash play for Deontay Foreman, who's had a touchdown or a 100 rushing yards in five straight games. A.J. Brown, you're going to play and you're going to be much happier than last week because I don't believe that Houston has the personnel to really stop A.J. Brown. Like, uh, you know, last week they were able to focus on him a little bit more. I I, you know, outside of a outside of a 2QB league, are you playing Ryan Tannehill?
2: Preferably not.
1: Yeah, probably not.
2: I mean, I don't, I don't think he's. it's the worst option in the world because uh, I I do expect Tennessee to put up a, a good amount of points there. They're playing for the number one seed, in case you forgot, uh, the implied team total of 26 points. I'm with you, Jason, that I like Deonta Foreman a lot, but there is a chance that the the touchdowns just, Bounce Ryan Tannehill's way so I don't think he's the worst option uh in the world over on the other side Brandon Cooks he's great goodness me Brandon Cooks with uh with Taylor with General Mills he's over a thousand yards yet again like he is the strangest wide receiver that continues to produce people don't seem to want him on their team or they're just Or other teams just covet him so much that you're willing to trade him away. It's a a bizarre thing to have that level of production for your career, and he just keeps
0: bouncing around from team to team. He's got to be the most disrespected dude in fantasy history. I mean, this is someone that no one ever wants to draft, and literally other than his injury year in 2019 and his rookie season, he's never not finished in the top 15. Right now he's sitting at 16. And I'll bet he sneaks his way in again.
1: It's weird because he finds himself in a situation where he's alone. Like, <laughs> all the time. Right? I mean, it was what? Him and Robert Meacham? Well, Back mean, in the New Orleans days? I mean, he, he was, he was he the was, primary guy. In, in, he wasn't
0: alone with, on the Rams, though. Yeah. He was still uh, wide receiver 13 in 2018 with the Rams. Who was, who was on
1: that roster? Robert Woods? Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, it was and I think Cup was, too. Uh,
2: the... You, we can vet that. I just that's off the top of my head.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not taking anything away from him. He's a very, very important wide receiver. It just, I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to figure out the, the oh, you, musical you, chair. Don't situation.
2: do not. You can't figure out the Brandon Cooks career. It's N- it's too far out there in the mystery land, Bermuda Triangle. But he's in play for me uh, as a top twenty, top fifteen type of play. Do you keep going to the volume that sexy Rexy Burkhead has been putting up? when you have this matchup against the Titans who the last six weeks are number one against running backs no
0: no I don't I don't go Rex Burkhead's way for two reasons one is the Titans defense which is very difficult to run on as of late and the other being David Johnson has been activated from the COVID list so Rex Burkhead isn't alone he'll lose a little bit of his work so I'm no Rec- thank
2: you Rex Burkhead or if the Cardinal fellows are out you Benjamin yeah okay. o- I would play, you
0: know. Have we done uh
1: I guess we'll probably do it next week, but the the Super Bowl picks?
2: We have not done them yet.
1: So I guess we need the playoff spots secure before we do a do a mm-hmm. l- little bracket.
2: Mm-hmm. Got a plan for next Thursday's show.
1: You guys are so into Tennessee. I was just curious cuz it's like are you guys going to take them to win the Super oh, Bowl?
0: Oh, n- no. No. I will not do that. It, it, they are they are very interesting. Uh, they probably won't be my pick though.
1: Um I'll mention Brevin Jordan just as a dynasty stash. Uh, yeah brogan jordan seems like the player that's going to emerge in the next couple of years tight end uh, yeah rookie tight end and he's a player that i know mike and i loved on film mm-hmm. uh, coming into the draft and has has shown some flashes and again rookie tight ends generally you know if you see something like this towards the end of the year then that's a good sign that there's a future there
0: yeah we, we, pre-nfl draft he was he was one of the hotness he it was him Fryermuth and uh pitts that were like the three guys that that we liked and then he fell yeah drastically in the draft but to see him actually finish this season i i completely agree It's a name to pick up on your dynasty roster
1: did, did you guys happen to see that i did a, a, a practically a roster overhaul in our dynasty league no no neither of you did no, no i no i
2: was ten not paying players attention
1: dropped 10 players picked up
2: what you found you in a dynasty you felt like there was 10 waiver guys that were worth stashing
1: yeah i went i went really meticulously through all of the teams um some of the additions that i'll throw out there because you know the listeners out there might want to stash a few players added kylan granson indianapolis tight end with the turnover happening there added hunter long in miami third round pick and there's might not be longevity there for Gasicki. uh ashton Doolin. In Indianapolis, uh, also added Cephas back, who got dropped uh, in Detroit. Gardner Minshew, who could end up fighting for a starting spot someplace. Absolutely. Uh, Tylen Wallace in Baltimore, a, a rookie wide receiver. And Jalen Darden in Tampa, <laughs> now with the turnover there. So... Just some names went out there. Try I don't have picks, sure. guys. So yeah. I went out there and tried to oh. n- never not work my way to. I love it, man.
2: That's to yeah. a few shots in the in the dynasty league. That's one of my favorite parts of dynasty is just scouring that wire, like picking up the garbage yeah. to see what garbage is under the garbage. Right, and you're like, oh yeah, that's treasure. How do I? How, what's the path for this player? People forget that like Tyreek was a waiver
1: wire pickup in dynasty league. Yes. Like there are a lot of players like that, and it, it you know, does,
2: it can happen.
1: And and the ratio there, I'm I pick up ten, I'm hoping for one, right? I'm hoping for one or exactly. two that are are, yep. are real holds on into the future. So, and Jason's like doing it now.
0: Probably no, no <laughs> I'm I, I'm not. I am curious who you would have dropped. That's a lot of players you got to get rid of. Uh,
1: w- w- are you interested in like a T.Y. Hilton? No, thank you. Okay,
0: well, it's it's
1: in those categories. She went ha- got rid of some old. Yeah, my some... my team was very title centric. Older players. Um, Jamison Crowder, if you want to go get him, go for it. I'm not interested in Dynasty Jamison Crowder from this point moving forward. But if you are, go get him. Uh, the New Orleans Saints at 8-8, eight and eight, taking on the 7-8 and eight Atlanta Falcons. DraftKings Sportsbook line is Saints minus 3.5. The over-under is 39.5 points. So, uh, Kyle's Atlanta Falcons here at home to finish
0: the season yeah and the saints what, what is
1: the falcons actual record because it can't seven and be seven nine. and eight okay seven and
2: nine i <laughs> was just looking at that yeah the, but so
1: they could have the same record as the saints if they win this game at home they yes. will oh <laughs> that's
2: that's kyle chiming in who put an over uh on over seven wins for the atlanta falcons oh, early
0: early in the preseason he's also an atlanta homer um, the, the reality though, is that the saints are playing for a legitimate shot of the playoffs. If they win and San Francisco loses to the Rams, which I mean, that is a realistic outcome. Uh, both those are realistic outcomes. The saints could still be in the playoffs. So this is an important game for them. That's part of why I'm sure Mike picked, uh, Taysom Hill as his start of the week. I yep. think he's a, a great play this week, you know, the, someone like Taysom Hill and you've got Aaron Rodgers. You would play Taysom Hill over Aaron Rodgers just not knowing if Rodgers plays a quarter or a half and then sits. I mean, you just don't know. Let me ask you a a
1: longer-term question with Matt Ryan. Do you have compassion on Matt Ryan who lost Julio Jones, lost his number one receiver halfway through the year, changes offensive coordinators and head coaches um, seemingly all the time, and whose best weapon was Russell Gage when he was healthy in the, at, on the outside. Do you have compassion on – do you think Matt Ryan did all he could do?
0: Yes, I have respect. I have okay. no <laughs> compassion whatsoever. I respect – Now, what, what, how, how do you differentiate them? Well, I differentiate them by um, my compassion towards his future outlook does not exist. I respect what he was able to accomplish, but he is almost 37 years old. You know, you talked about you just dropped T.Y. Hilton, mm-hmm. and I, I'm not saying you – Need to drop Matt Ryan, but this is the end for Matt Ryan. He's not getting better next year at thirty-eight. Uh, it'll be year two in the system, and Kyle Pitts <laughs> year two, and uh, you know maybe if Calvin Ridley comes back, he'll be better than this year, but not good enough to be relevant. Um, so I don't have compassion because my heart says move on.
1: Okay, so what? It's the end, and yeah. this is how he has to go out.
2: Yeah, poor guy. He will be their starter next year
0: money dictates that yes
1: all right all right deshaun jackson another drop in a dynasty league if you want to go wrestle him away (laughs) from the waiver wire uh tyson williams made the decision to move on from tyson williams
2: yeah so did harbaugh
1: cam newton if you want him He's out there. Okay, okay.
0: Those are I get. I, I understand your you drops. You get it
1: uh, in this matchup, Cordero. He sputtered down the stretch, just due to opportunities. They're not throwing in the football. They're not giving him enough chances. And you know, I don't think he's been significantly worse. I just think he had a lot more, uh, whatever you call them, offer snaps or snap opportunities. <laughs> I
0: believe the people have spoken, and is now snap opportunities. You know,
1: it's funny because the people spoke, I spoke. I mean, snap opportunities. It rolls off the tongue, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's but, also it was right there. But op per snap.
0: Yeah, it's opportunities per snap. When you
1: say it like that, it kind of makes more sense. I
0: agree. We can but we can, they, are, they can both be dumb. Yeah, we can, yes, they can both be bad. Um <laughs> Kyle Pitts thinks he'll
1: play. I think if he's out there, he's going to be your tight end.
0: I would agree with that. Going back to Cordero, um it's probably somewhere I would I would look elsewhere. Um you, wish you, I had you brought it up the the uh, the opportunities nineteen eighteen twenty one that was like what you were seeing for Cordero and then the last three games thirteen nine eleven he's barely hitting that double digit uh, spot on average and this is a poor matchup to boot so if I have another seemingly decent option I I would make that switch Russell and-
1: Gage has slowed down wide receiver seventy six and fifty four the last two weeks tough defense look elsewhere
0: yeah
2: I agree
1: um. And you always look elsewhere when it comes to wide receivers
0: on the Saints side. Correct. You can play Kamara Hill and move on. You're not no nothing for Marquez uh, Mar- Callaway. Marquez Callaway, I guess, is ten
2: targets last week, five the week before, nine the week before. Like the, I play him over Gage. That's for sure. The volume has shifted. The la- at least the last three weeks, small
0: sample. I I, yeah.
2: I I think he's at least interesting as a. Like a
0: wide receiver, three flex type That's of player. That's In a normal week, I think you're right. I'm still in the championship mode of saying "You, ha- your roster is here. you got to have better than that, right? No. <laughs> I guess in week 18, you might have lost uh, Jamar Chase. Would you play Jamar Chase or would you play if Mar- Jam- Marquez Calloway?
2: If Jamar suits up, I would play Chase.
1: Yeah. The Jets at 4-12 and 12 take on the 10-6 and 6 Bills. Bills are in the playoffs, but this is an important game. Uh, they are 16-point favorites, which I think signifies their intent to play. The over-under is 41.5. I think if they win, they're the number two seed.
2: They win, they win the division as well.
1: Okay, yeah, and so that would make them the number two seed potentially, and then they could end up, if they lose, down at the seven. So don't think they want that situation. Yeah, they're, they're playing to win. Uh, Buffalo beat them 45-17 to 17 in Week 10.
0: and uh... yeah, This is going to be a brutal, brutal beatdown because the thing with playing against a team like the Jets or the Texans or the Jaguars is sometimes you don't get up for the game. Sometimes you're looking past your opponent. But when you combine it with the, the, the lack of talent combined with the need for this win, they're not overlooking this. They say this is super important. So I, I think they're going to go in there um, and absolutely – lay a beat down and Devin Singletary is someone that yes should absolutely be started he's been on a fire streak and he's got the perfect matchup in a really important game there's only
1: one player on the Jets that I will start and it's Michael Carter I'll play Michael Carter against the Bills we know they've struggled against running backs in the back half of the year but that's the only jet I would consider and then you know on the other side Allen Singletary Diggs and Dawson Knox I'll forgive him for the snowball the low sure. passing mm-hmm. total you know You guys brought up 15 attempts from Josh Allen in that game. You know, he runs. He doesn't run 15 times. That's an indication that they were game planning away from the the frigid snow. Yes. Um, Gabe Davis, Cole Beasley, Emmanuel Sanders.
0: 100% I I like the options. Emmanuel Sanders won't practice on Friday. Um, So Gabriel Davis to me is. Sanders won't play then. Uh, agreed. Sa- Sanders is out. He's still dealing with the knee from last week. So Gabriel Davis is in. I I would um yeah, I would play him over Marquez Callaway. I think the touchdown opportunity in this game will be there for him.
1: Anything to add, Mike? Uh nope. All right. Uh 49ers at 9 and 7 taking on the 12 and 4 Los Angeles Rams. If the Rams win, they lock up the NFC West. If the 49ers win, they are in. If they lose and the Saints win, they are on vacation. Going golfing. Okay. Um, this is a, a matchup where San Francisco won 31-10 to 10 on Monday Night Football in Week 10. This was an impressive win for them. They've been on
0: fire. San Francisco has beaten the Rams the last five times they have faced each other. Kyle Shanahan has said, take that, Sean McVay. Who's That's, the genius now?
1: Yeah. Well, Shanahan thinks he's the genius a little bit more than McVay thinks he's the genius. That's probably think. true. Um, over under 44 and a half. DK Sportsbook Lime Rams minus four and a half. Matthew Stafford has been an enigma to me in fantasy, in reality, where obviously the team made it a priority to bring him in, upgrade Jared Goff, and look, as a passer, Matthew Stafford is much better. Much better. Um, but he has a propensity, almost like a desire to throw pick sixes and to put his team in really awkward positions like he did against Tennessee on on that primetime game and and last week struggled again these are supposed to be matchups that yes you know you have huge fantasy outputs and he's just kind of pedestrian
2: it's very bizarre the the past 3 weeks baltimore minnesota seattle like those are matchups where matthew stafford with those weapons i would expect him to easily be a top 8 Quarterback on the week potential for the number one spot with with that top three upside, and yet QB eleven against Seattle has been his highest finish in the last three weeks. He has thrown six interceptions combined and five touchdowns over the past three weeks. It uh, it's it's very strange to see what feels like an implosion of quarterback play. They're still winning like that's it's not stopping the Rams from figuring it out by the end of the game. But it, for fantasy purposes, what is your confidence level in Stafford
0: this week? It It, it is low. Um, you know, the fact that, that the 49ers have had their number and that he's he's got 15 interceptions, like Andy said, he's leading the league in pick sixes. I would rather not start Stafford in this game. Stafford could have a great game. Have It's shocking that he's the quarterback six on the season.
1: Because he has – It's just – it's just, it's the reliability – it's the week-to-week kind of steady Eddie situation. Yeah,
0: it, it's crazy. if. He has 38 touchdowns that's, and that's over 4,500 yards. Let me, let me a rephrase great... that. It, it, it's Cooper Cup. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Cooper Cup has helped uh, helped him up there. But the last month, he has not hit 20 fantasy points. I would rather play a Trey Lance. I would rather play Russell Wilson this week. Really? I am
1: so excited to see Cam Akers back on a football field.
0: Oh, man. So I mean, cool. What... He will get very few touches. But
2: I agree. I'm excited to see how he plays. Looks,
1: yeah. I mean, just I, just the fact that he could come back in a calendar year, right? This was a preseason injury. Yeah,
2: this season
0: comes back same season. <sighs> we gotta find that doctor.
1: That doctor's got some
0: well, uh, G- special G- stuff. GBD. <laughs> let's, let's, yeah. still, let's see how he performs. In the meantime, uh, you could still rely on Sony Michelle. I'm not afraid of Cam Akers Agreed. coming back to to bench him. He has been a really important part of the Rams' offense. And then the real questions are just. How confident are you in Odell Beckham or Van Jefferson? They've been pretty fine options. Would you play They're bo- both fine.
1: I mean, Beckham, Beckham seven-plus targets in three or four games. Um, I'd play him over Van Jefferson. Agreed. Uh, where I am concerned is Trey Lance's situation because he's on the road. It's a very important game. The Rams are a very good defense. I think that you can just pencil in Two turnover, two turnovers. No matter
2: what, I don't disagree in with that. this
1: game. And so then you're looking at it and saying, you know, if he if he does if he runs the football, he's going to give you a bottom QB one performance. But can he throw more than one touchdown in this game?
0: I think he can throw a touchdown and rush a touchdown in this game. So I'm I'm not too afraid of starting Trey Lance.
1: I am worried mike
2: i i don't know that i would play i'd him. play stafford over. I, yeah i was that's where i was gonna go i think i play stafford over trey lance but trey lance is still in play as a top 12 option. i mean he's got george kittle destroys the los angeles rams uh so he has that to rely on and just for as great as cooper cup has been Debo samuel is almost there uh on the same level so
0: He's surrounded by talent, and the
2: and the wheels puts him in play, man.
0: Yeah, Elijah Mitchell, he, his opportunities are outrageous. They give him the ball a ton. He is uh, someone you've got to start. And then uh, the last question here, because you're starting Samuel, you're starting Kittle, is just Brandon Ayuk and, and how startable he is. I'd start him over a Marquez Callaway, but I would start both other Rams, um, Odell Beckham and Van Jefferson, because uh, passing yardage, passing touchdowns, Will be more from Stafford than from Trey trailer yeah,
1: I don't like tertiary options from a quarterback who has like very little experience and who maybe it may be to his advantage to run the football more mm-hmm. often, so um, seems risky. Elijah Mitchell will get a ton of work. Jeff Wilson's out of consideration- mm-hmm. Patriots at 10 and six take on the eight and eight Miami Dolphins. The Patriots are six point road favorites on the DK sports book. The over under is thirty nine and a half if New England wins and Buffalo loses. They win the division. Doesn't seem like that's likely to happen just based on the Buffalo matchup. But New England is in it. Now, are these games played at the same time? Because that would have a lot of consideration to me. Uh, 425 Eastern and 425 Eastern. Okay. So they won't know that Buffalo has it put away. That they could, that they could will big... after about a quarter. Okay. <laughs> that, that,
0: that's true, though. It, it is true. They'll, they'll be able to Hold go on. in there. Is it over? Yeah, game's done. Okay. They'll be able to go into halftime and go, "Yeah, okay, we're Buffalo is going to win that game." And so it it does make it a little scary that there is potential at the end of this game to rest your starters for the Patriots.
1: Uh Mac Jones had a nice week. He's been kind of he's been good when needed.
0: Agreed. And and they don't want him to be needed. I don't think he wants. He's not gunning for trying to break records. He, he he does what is necessary. And in this game, will he be necessary? Maybe. Uh, yeah. I mean, the, the Miami Dolphins defense is is solid.
2: They. I know that they fell apart last week. That's what I, killed
1: me because I, I I think we all were hesitant with Deonta Foreman last week because of how good the Miami rushing, the Miami rushing defense had been like the number one over the last six weeks. And then Foreman goes out and beats me in a championship game. (laughs) So on that front, you know, Ramondre is going to, the running backs are going to get a ton of work. I think Ramondre is a lock regardless of Damian Harris's status.
2: Okay. Agreed.
1: Um, and then Damian's more worrisome because it's like, you know, they're not playing for a lot. Why would you risk the hamstring? They're going to be playing in the playoffs. Um, but if he's active, how do you not play him? You know, I think that's the situation with Harris. What do you guys do with him?
0: Yeah, Damian Harris is a, is certainly a scary start because of the hamstring and the fact that um that you, you could see them do what they did last week and and bench him in favor of his hamstring and health. Um Yeah. D- I would, D- I Damian would, Harris or alone Eno Benjamin. Alone Eno Benjamin. I'm more confident yeah. that he's okay. playing a whole game.
1: I agree. But I do think Ramondre is going to get a pile of work, and I don't think Damian will play. I think you can get by with Ramondre and Brandon Bolden and company.
2: Yeah, I it, I think if he does, it will be limited. Jalen Waddle? You play tough him. defense. You still play him.
1: Mike Gesicki is going to be a free agent. This is why I brought up Hunter Long earlier, their third-round draft pick, who was the Titan of the year during his senior season at Boston College. Um, Mike Gesicki will be a, a dynasty name to monitor. He could go get that big contract. He, he probably could. he probably will go get a decent contract, a bigger than Trey Burton hype contract.
0: He is an athletic freak who has shown Great enough pass catcher to, that who has shown enough to take the Greg Olson role, role and route of his career. Greg Olson was drafted to the Bears and was fine but mediocre, and it was when he shifted and left and went to the Panthers where he became a Hall of Fame tight end for a long time. I could see that path for Gasicki.
1: All right. Tight ends on the other side.
0: Um I got, mean dot, you've, got, you've you've always got the touchdown opportunity with Hunter Henry um in a championship week. I'm fine to throw him out there um if you don't have better options. Not touching John Smith.
1: Are you from a dynasty perspective just kind of like where's John, John? Hey. from where you th- you know he goes out and gets a contract big contract you probably thought you had something different
2: you definitely did but 300 yards and one touchdown on the season
0: Ooh. yeah well he missed week 10 he seems <laughs> like his specialty is fair this is that is fair yeah.
2: i will credit him uh 20 more yards
0: thank you
1: <laughs> he spends every game like the game plan for johnny smith is they're going to give him two tight end screens a game that's what it feels like when I watch him. It's it's just like he's going to pretend to block and catch the ball and run it for four yards, it's, and then that's it.
2: It's very very strange. But I mean, they've been great as a team. But it's, it's strange that he was prioritized by Bill Belichick, at, like early in this. Was he before Henry? I feel like he's. I know it was Bang Bang. My memory is that Janu was there before Henry even signed, and. This is it it, to come into this utilization is very strange, but at this point it is what it is.
1: The Seahawks at six and 10 take on the 11 and five Arizona Cardinals, the DraftKings Sportsbook line here, Cardinals minus seven at home. The over-under is 48 points. Arizona beat them with Colt McCoy in week 11, 23 to 13. Cardinals season has been a bit of a roller coaster, obviously an impressive win last week on the road against Dallas. So, you know we're not going into this game with a huge losing streak at home and well at home. We're well, we, all, at home yeah. we are at home. We are. I was going to
0: say it, it is funny for the Cardinals who've lost four games at home in a row, and um, all five are all five of the losses this season at home. I don't. Uh, you can vet that, but they have not played well at home. So this is a game at home um, where they're going to try to get that monkey off their back, and if they if the Cardinals win and the Rams lose, the Cardinals can take the division, in which case... No, they lost at Detroit. Okay. They will... Oh, that's, that's right. <laughs> they Thank lost at home in Carolina. I know that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Cardinals have not shown up very well at home, but there is a lot to play for here, kind of. Like, I, I have to imagine they want to win the division and play at home against the 49ers versus going on the road against the Dallas Cowboys, but we've... They've been so much better on the road that it's like.
1: It's also funny because Kyler is so incredibly comfortable playing in Dallas. That is his stadium of choice. Like he has played in title games there and won so many games in that stadium. When you ever talk about when you talk about the home issues, San Francisco scares me. They do in the playoffs.
0: I, I agree as a team, but with Trey Lance there, a right. rookie quarterback oh, it'll be on Jimmy. the road, it'll be Jimmy. Yeah. No. <laughs> You think?
1: I absolutely, th- I think Jimmy might play this week.
2: Wow, that would be a mistake.
1: I mean, he he play. He was limited in practice. They I saw a video of him. He looked great. So I I don't I wouldn't consider. Obviously, don't play Trey Lance if he ain't playing. So there's a chance that really that, that Jimmy Garoppolo is the starter this week and into the playoffs. Interesting. Um, you said that would be a mistake.
2: Yeah, putting. We've seen what happens when when quarterbacks go. Into an NFL game with a injured throwing hand. Well, he's
0: it, he's playing in this game, Russell Wilson. He came back a little too early from injury with a broken finger and sucked for a while, but yeah. it looked like he was back. He had a great game last week, four passing touchdowns. He's my start of the week in this matchup. Cardinals, Or the last six weeks, they've just been terrible. They're they're the third worst against quarterbacks during that time, and I think with uh, the resurgence of Metcalf and Lockett, it, it, Metcalf came out and talked about the fact that What Rashad Penny has done for them has allowed them to see more single safety looks. And so there's not just Russell getting a little bit better, but it's the run game opening up. When Alex Collins was there doing nothing, and you could really just stop the passing game. I think
1: it's a great point because when when you lost Chris Carson earlier in the year, that wasn't brought up in the same discussion as the finger for for Russell. But if the offense isn't moving, it's bad for everybody. Mm -hmm. So Penny's in. Uh Eno if he's by himself is in. Chase is in if he's active. Um uh, Christian Kirk, last three weeks, a ton of targets, not a lot of production, but he he's he's a good play. And do you mess with any other of the Cardinals wide receivers? I mean it, Zach Ertz is a great
0: play. Yeah, Zach targets Ertz. Targets are through the roof. Zach Ertz is uh certainly uh he's my tight end start of the week. Twenty seven percent market share since Hopkins went down. Um, and a really good matchup against Seattle. And obviously, I'm playing both DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. I know it's always a, a little bit of roulette there, but you know, over the last six weeks, Cardinals are the worst. They're giving up almost 40 points a game to wide receivers.
1: I don't think it's going to be – like last week, I was really into Russ and DK. I don't think it's going to be as good for them this week against Arizona on the road, and I think that's why the DK Sportsbook line is where it's at with uh, just 20 total points for Seattle.
0: Yeah, I would I would hope Arizona would play better defense than Detroit.
1: They did they did good things last week, slowing down, causing turnovers with that as well. Uh Carolina, five and eleven, taking on the twelve and four Buccaneers. Buccaneers minus eight. That's the DK Sportsbook line. Over under is forty one and a half. Yeah, give me your start sits in this one.
2: Uh Sits Carolina. Good call. Okay, that one's done. <laughs> I mean, you can you can play No, no. DJ no you Moore. just
1: said something out loud. Stick with it.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm just I'm, I'm I'm trying to move past the 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 joke, but of like, is DJ Moore in play? No. No. Not,
0: no. No. I mean, yeah. uh, he's got to be uh, somewhat in play. If, if we're talking about you're willing to play Marquez Calloway, yes, you would play DJ Moore over that tier. You'd play DJ Moore. Um, over some of these play I mean, right now he's the wide receiver twenty on the year, over a thousand yards, eighty six receptions. So, nah. I'm I'm not saying you you should be starting DJ Moore, but he is an option.
1: He has one touchdown since week four, and he's been real bad. So yeah. I I don't think I would I put him at the same tier as Callaway. So if you want to play him over Callaway, you can. You playing AJ
2: Green or you playing DJ Moore? AJ Green. Wow. You playing Jacoby Myers. You playing DJ Moore. Jacoby. All right.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, you're talking about Carolina going on the road with roulette quarterback play, and DJ Moore finishing outside the top 60 last week. Your your floor is really, really low. I'm not saying agreed. You could get a, his ceiling as a fantasy finish since week four has been 21. So that's your peak kind of situation there for him. Yeah. So I guess I am just. It depends what you need, right?
0: I mean. And, and on the other side, when you look at what Tampa Bay is playing for, um, they're, they've they already clinched the division, so they're playing for the two or three seed. And when Bruce Arians was asked about the balance between winning and preventing injuries, he said there is none. There is no balance. You play to win. You play to get that second seed. That's huge. We're not resting anybody. We're playing to win. So, great. They're, gonna, they're coming out. They're going to play the whole game. And... And and
1: isn't that I know we've got matchups to get through but isn't that such a an interesting dynamic the whole play players don't play players mm-hmm. rest them don't rest them because you've got you've got continuity you know to think about you, you never you never think about like okay you've got a nice dominating division lead halfway through the year so we're going to give a game off or mm-hmm. you know manage this week cuz you can get hurt in preseason you can get hurt in the, any game of the regular season in practice like you always have the potential to get hurt, but we look at this final game of the year as like. I mean, these coaches, I don't envy that because if you're Dallas and Mike McCarthy or whatever, and you go out there and you're like, you're kind of darned if you do, darned if you don't.
2: Yeah, we've, we've seen.
1: You're 100% responsible for all injuries as a coach in week seven. Well, seven. We, that, we've
2: seen both sides of it where you've seen the, back in the days of like the Colts. Yes. And they like kind of shut everything down with Peyton Manning. And then when they came back for the playoffs, they looked really rusty you've seen the Patriots and uh who crap uh was it Welker someone yeah it was Walker. Welker well like yeah it was someone the final week tore yes. an ACL in a game that they didn't need to play and it's like yeah you can get hurt absolutely at any time but I would my guess not a doctor my guess is that your chance of injury is much higher during an NFL game than during practice
1: yeah it has to be
2: and so i i am on the side of
1: i also think it might be higher guys. it might be higher sometimes if you you know if some of these players that have a bye like if you have a you don't need to play week 17 and you have a bye week
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know coming back with that amount of rest and your body's in a routine like i i don't know how it all works at all but
0: they'll be the packers yeah
1: yeah it just seems like okay what are you risking with that level of, of continuity at the same time, because like you said, practice isn't a game. So we do have one more matchup, but this is where we're going to pause for a moment and reflect on the player that, that won our DraftKings Kings fantasy face off, which was Mike. Mike took it home this year, went into the final. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you. We
1: could have tied either one of us could have tied him in the final week. If Mike had finished
0: last he finished first. It was a very, very close year-long battle. Mm-hmm. Yes, which you lost. Yes, you and I were tied going in the last week. Mike was a couple points up, and then I got crushed. My phew, DeAndre <laughs> Swift was not a good play.
1: So we do have one final wheel of shame to spin. Uh, Yay! Thank you, Braxton Barrios, for not making me spin it. And here we go. Well, <laughs>
0: Wheel of Shame.
1: Now, before we spin it, Al is not in the studio today. Correct. But do any of us know what this final one is? I have no idea. So, Mike, even though you won, you did not have a say in this. Al decided this? Yes. So, Jason's spinning it and receiving what Al has prepared oh, for man. him. And
0: he's not even here. So, let's find out.
2: Spin that wheel. Okay, I we cannot wait. Farmer... Guy uh, Fieri. Park Ranger. Mullet. <laughs> okay. And we're
0: going It with... looks like it's Bane. We're
1: going with... <laughs> It <laughs> looks like you have to be Bane for this our final be, matchup. This should be
0: real good. <laughs> so,
1: do you need to throw it to me, Brooksy? Uh, what do you
0: got? Hand it to... There you do go. Do I have to do the voice? Uh, <laughs> I, I
2: imagine once you put this thing on, the voice just happens. All right. Let's um, see here. <laughs> you're going to need to
1: remove some clothing.
2: Or you're just going... Oh, just right Over, over the, the glasses? glasses?
1: What are you doing? <laughs> take the glasses off, <laughs> my man. You're
2: Struggling.
1: They're not made to be underneath that. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. Let's do the last matchup. Wow. Wow. Now go back on the Zoom
0: camera. Yeah. Yeah. Here. Go
2: back. Let's. Let's. Let's look. Oh, yeah. Looking good. You know, I.
0: I didn't think about the glasses, and then I was pot committed. Were you though? <laughs> yeah. No. You can't really take them off.
1: So. I mean, I. Uh, I think Bane wore contacts. That's mm. what I think. Uh you, you look
0: um impressive. Well to give me even more time uh wearing the Bane mask, <laughs> we should cover Tampa Bay's side of the ball as well. Okay. All right, Bane, who are you who are you playing
2: from Tampa Bay? Uh I'm
0: <laughs> I am playing uh I am playing Mike <laughs> Evans. Can you breathe in there? A little. Enough to survive. <laughs> Um, yes. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm playing Mike <laughs> Evans and Gronk. I agree.
2: Gronk uh,
1: needs seven receptions to get what? Uh, oh, my what? gosh. 55 on the season. <laughs> and they have set 55 as a oh. threshold for 500 oh, grand. Oh,
2: don't talk about thresholds and money on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
1: I was not here to react to the Antonio Brown madness with you guys. Well,
2: it it's all right, because it just keeps getting weirder and weirder every single day. What yeah. he,
1: I mean, <laughs> here's my take on
2: that. That doesn't sound like Bane at all.
1: Oh, no, it doesn't. <laughs> my take on that, and you look ridiculous, is it, almost like you got a spider over your mouth.
0: Mm, that's uh, way worse.
1: Um, my take is that it, it, it's a boy who cried wolf situation for Antonio Brown. Yeah. Because even if he's telling the truth on any of that, which I, I guarantee is not all of that, but if he's telling the truth on any of his story... You have set a precedent with your life over the last five years to where no one's going to believe you because you have made every other choice uh, in personal and professional life that has betrayed any possibility that you're telling the truth. So it's really difficult to to see that story. And like, obviously, if he was hurt, they tried to make him play and they tried to give him an injection and all this stuff. That's a problem. But that, you know, it's just hard for me to believe it. Well, it, If you were being sued by everybody and, you, yes, and you've I, run I, out of every team.
2: And I agree with that. That's where I was on Monday and just like trying to figure it out. Let's hear what everybody is saying. I'm trying to give Antonio the benefit of the doubt. But then you had the newest update from Schefter that uh, Antonio Brown and his agent, they tried to get uh, the incentives just turned into guaranteed money. Instead of Antonio Brown having to go out there and get the production for it, they asked for it. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers said no. Antonio Brown goes out in the game. He's not getting targeted. The At
0: halftime, <laughs> he... <laughs> at halftime according to Bruce Arians, came out and said that at halftime, Antonio Brown was really upset that he wanted the ball more. So it doesn't seem like that's in We're... line with, I'm injured, I can't play. That seems like...
1: Yeah, Bruce came out and said they calmed that part of it down. I mean... They... It's just, at the end of the day, it is fair to say that Antonio Brown is the largest possible distraction for a franchise that you can put on the team.
2: It's Yeah.
1: So he wants to play next year, though. I heard you guys say on Monday he'll never play again. Have you changed that stance since this report is come I out? have
2: not. No.
1: Because you, <laughs> you need a team to want you to play. Even if you have the skills, you have to have run out of chances.
2: And it's, it's not just the, the management. It's the management knowing like I, I don't remember which show i was talking about this but like when a team sees all of that and a player quit in the middle of a game on a team are the it just disp- like antonio brown still has nfl skills but does a team welcome that player in knowing well at any given moment when this when things aren't going his way he might just leave the building and walk out on this team and yeah. this player who we're going to rely
0: on, uh, so well, I, he
1: walked out of the Raiders, right? right. He walked out well, of the he, yeah, he forced he, his he
0: way walked out, out and... of the in Pittsburgh. He also wind his way out of the <laughs> Buffalo Bills trade.
2: Yes, he was a Buffalo Bill for like a day. So you know, yeah, I, I think it's done. It's probably done.
1: You want to talk about Sunday night, Jason?
0: Yeah. Oh, our first playoff game <laughs> of the week is the Los <laughs> Angeles Chargers going to Las Vegas. <laughs> To play the Raiders, both teams nine and seven. Both teams playoff bound with a win. Both like teams going home with a loss. The different
1: if if that wheel of shame had said the word muzzle, and uh, it would have been the exact same thing that we have here. Which also, yes. if it had said be trapped inside of a mask with your glasses on, it would also be that. This is oh, are you going to oh, get them oh. out?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Now, now you've just created some kind of. Mosaic
0: puzzle. Don't break your glasses.
1: Okay, he did it. Now you look like (laughs) Bane. Yeah. yeah.
0: Now I can't see. (laughs) Or talk. All right, you just sit there.
2: Andy and I will handle this.
1: All right, this is a big game. Obviously, this is is for all the marbles. The Las Vegas Raiders are at home. They have won three straight games. Uh, I didn't know the playoff scenario immediately on Sunday, uh, being on the road and traveling with the family. Sure. But I assumed at the time when they had won again that they were in the playoffs. I didn't know what the situation was. Now we have a, uh, a game where if they had both, if they both decided to tie this game, like go out on the field and just take knees for the whole game, mm-hmm. they'd both be in the playoffs.
2: That is correct.
1: Now, are you Mike, you are the most progressive. Right. Uh, fella. Are, are you, is this too, is that too progressive for you to go out and just knee it out when that is the best way to guarantee a playoff spot? I ha-
2: I think if I were an NFL coach, if I could, I would at least call over <laughs> and say, Hey, would you? would you, Hey, have you heard this? That if we, bu- if we tie this game, we're both in the playoffs, I'd get a read of the room. And
0: Just kidding, just kidding, yeah. just kidding, just kidding. If, like, I if mean, you uh, don't think the NFL has called these yes, teams no, I, you, on Sunday Night Football to say you will lose all of your draft picks,
2: yeah, you, you, that's where you can't do it. Is the even if you got the other side to agree to it, Roger Goodell would would bring the hammer and destroy can you. you.
1: Can you imagine though if this game goes to overtime? That's what I want to envision. Give him a show. Give him mm-hmm, a Sunday Night Show. Right. And then call some real bad plays in that in that overtime, um, which won't happen. I mean, this will this will just be a great Sunday night game where you have uh, a, a Chargers team that has to go on the road
2: here. The Chargers are favored. I feel like Jason is a, is are you just Trying not to pass out. Are
1: you breathing? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Blame Jeremy. Um. J- uh, Justin Herbert, you play him. Derek Carr. Probably maybe not.
2: No. no. He's like a no. he's a higher end quarterback too.
1: Austin Eckler, of course. Josh Jacobs, yes. Keenan, uh huh. Hunter Enfro, for sure. Uh your your fringe players would be Mike Williams and Zay Jones. Both are flex worthy, in my opinion. Zay has been relevant for uh like he could have been in the smoke fire to me, because Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. of the target totals that have been rising.
0: The question is whether or not Darren Waller will be back for this game. Because if Waller... (laughs) Over and out. (laughs) If Waller is back, then Zay Jones' targets are going to disappear. Correct.
1: You would not think about
0: that. And even though Foster Moreau has been, for the most part, a huge disappointment, I would still be willing... Yeah, I would too. ...to hold Foster Moreau as your alternative option and Ride to Sunday night to see if you have Darren Waller active because the matchup is great, and if and they need a win, if Waller is there, he should have a good game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, shall we close this
2: thing yeah, out let's, before let's, Jason suffocates? Let's get out of here.
1: All right, this is our final moment before yeah, the final
2: f- Friday show. Wow! Until any, any
1: final thoughts here while we. To reflect on this season? I mean, obviously we had absolute mayhem with the COVID situation towards the end of the year.
2: This was the most ridiculous, uh, wacky, and wild season that I can remember. And I know we we do – like people say that a lot. Every year you're like, it's not always this crazy, is it? And there's a lot of variance in the NFL, but this one in particular, if you made it through, cherish that championship because you made it through – a maze that very few survived.
1: Let me give you uh, a, one more thing here. BoomBoomKicker.com exists.
2: <laughs> not not created by
1: us. No, a listener put together all the Boom Boom Kicker segments, and there are rumors about the Boom Boom Uh-oh. that uh, Jason may be doing a little fireside reading. Okay. Of, of all of the...
2: Is Bane doing it or is Jason? Who's Jason?
1: Uh, <laughs> of all of the Boom Boom Kickers... So we'll see. We'll see if that happens. That is going to do it for us. Week 18 is done. The season is concluding, but we're with you all year round. Good luck this weekend if you're playing, and uh, footies next week.
0: Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Footballers Podcast. Join our fantasy football community on jointhefoot.com.